Welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we're celebrating the fun and the quirky. Hello, hello, hello. It has been so dreary here today. (laughs) And I just checked, it feels like 35 degrees out. (laughs) Nice spring day. (laughs) We are going to find the sunshine. Um, Okay, first, a little follow-up from last week. I talked about weird food combinations prompted by my sighting of a woman who brought a bottle of chunky blue cheese dressing to Moe's to enjoy with her burrito. I was like, you know what? It's it's not for me, but I think it's great. <laughs> Later on, my husband, who I mentioned was very opposed to the idea when I set the scene for him, was like, you do not think <laughs> the lady eating chunky blue cheese dressing on her burrito is great. <laughs> He's like totally trying to bust me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> True. I don't think the option is great. I think there are better options for sure. Would I try it? No. Would I have the stomach for it if she was sitting at the table with me? Maybe not. But do I think it's great that she knows what she likes and just owns it? I mean, sure. Of course I do. I do think it would be boring if we all liked the same things. I thought it was hilarious, (laughs) but, but also great. Like I said, not my thing. I am not that adventurous with food. Um, There are a lot of things I probably wouldn't try that other people really like. So it's all good. Anyway, that prompted this whole discussion around weird food combos that people like. There was this article with some good and also some legitimately weird ones. Uh, I also got a few from some of you on Instagram the other day. So, okay, so here we go. The first one sounds great. Oreos and peanut butter. I am a huge Oreo fan. One of my all-time favorite things. Uh, I would try this one. I have done something similar with Trader Joe's cookie butter. The way I usually eat the cookie butter is with apple slices. I scoop the cookie butter on a plate, cut up the apple, and sometimes there's some left over. And I mean, obviously you have to do something with it. So I have been known to scoop it up with an Oreo if there's one in the vicinity. You would think cookie butter on a cookie is maybe a little too much, but it's not. (laughs) It's great. Uh, Peanut butter might be even better, though, and you even get some protein out of it. Sounds like a win to me. Another one was peanut butter M&Ms and Cheez-Its. That's an interesting one because not only do you have the sweet and salty thing, which I'm a big fan of, You also have like a deconstructed peanut butter and cheese cracker type of component with chocolate on top. It might actually be a little bit genius. I am not opposed to trying that out. Finally, a vote for a hot pretzel, nacho cheese, and hot Cheetos. I need more info about this. I might try to break that one down a little bit more before I give a verdict on that one. Uh, My sister was on a trip last week, and she got a chocolate bar with potato chips in it. I don't think I got a report back on it, but I was like, I feel like that would be good, right? Anyway, uh, so this has been a big sports week. Uh, That has taken up some of our TV viewing time. We, of course, watched the Final Four, the championship game on Monday night, which was actually a good game. Sometimes it's not. 
I love one shining moment. <laughs> no matter how the game is, I always have to hang on for that. So, you know, that was great. The Lakers missed the NBA playoffs, which was kind of funny. Baseball started, although I haven't really watched that. And the Masters also started, which surprisingly I have watched a little bit of. My husband loves the Masters. Usually I find that golf is good background to a nap. It's like the sound machine of sports for me. (laughs) I will watch what's called the back nine, the last nine holes if it's close. I do like drama. I will watch if it's dramatic for sure. But this year I'm actually watching some of it already. I'm just full of surprises. Uh, So a big sports week. But before all that, one night there was nothing on. So we went to the trusty DVR and we had the last episode of like the, the Jeopardy college tournament, I guess it was. It had been on there forever. Uh, I think it originally aired during the Olympics. So we were just kind of watching it here and there. I like the high school and college championships because I know more of the answers than the regular ones. Anyway, so this is old. But there was this kid in the finals named Raymond who was just like, he just seemed like this really unique kid. Like, very smart, of course. Um, Also seemed like he had a fun personality, kind of like a laid back guy. Anyway, we put it on and he's like talking about what he wants to do for his career. And he's like, I'm getting my master's and I'm going to be a librarian. I don't know. For some reason, I just thought it was so charming that this young, quirky guy wanted to be a librarian. Obviously, lots of people become librarians, but I feel like I've never heard someone in college be like, oh, yeah, you know, like that's what I'm doing. I don't know. It just seemed different. So, I was like, kids will love him. He will be the most popular librarian, like, ever. So, of course, I Google him, like I always do with things. And it's really cool. He started off at community college, then transferred to Kennesaw State, which is in Georgia, and worked full-time through a lot of college, got picked for the show, did great against all these other kids from, like, these big-time schools, made the finals, just, like, a great story. So anyway, so he currently works at a library in Georgia and teaches this class about how to solve a Rubik's Cube. (laughs) I have to say, first of all, that I love that you could take a class at your local library about how to solve a Rubik's Cube. There was was another guy on Jeopardy once who also worked at a library or volunteered, I can't remember which, but he did a class to help senior citizens with their online dating profiles. This was on and I was like semi paying attention. And when I heard him say that, I immediately sprung to attention. I was like, that sounds like my literal dream job. (laughs) At least one of them. I would take that very seriously. It's like the start of a movie. I think think he said one guy showed up for the class. (laughs) But even that sounds like the start of a movie. Of course, I guess it would make for an even better movie if an older guy showed up and then this really sweet little old lady showed up for the class too and the two of them ended up getting together. But I still I still think it sounds amazing. I was like, I need to know more about this. I could listen to stories about that for days. (laughs) So anyway, don't sleep on your local libraries. Okay, back to Raymond. So he teaches a class on how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Uh, Not only that, this one article was like, okay, this is a quote. While having success on Jeopardy is certainly a bucket list item for many, 
they use his last name, but Raymond. Raymond said, solving a Rubik's Cube in 25 seconds with his feet may currently be his greatest accomplishment. (laughs) I mean, I would say so. (laughs) They even had a video. He's like, that was where I peaked in my life. (laughs) Okay, I was going to joke and say I peaked in life so long ago. I don't remember how long it was, but I actually legitimately do think I peaked in like sixth grade or maybe fifth grade, probably sixth. I want to say I did a headstand against a wall once in yoga, so that might count, but maybe not since I don't remember for sure. <laughs> I think I did. I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was a great story, but it made me think about hidden or like unique talents. Do you have a random talent? Everyone does, right? I think so. My husband's is that he's really good at making up songs. Not like real songs, but funny songs. I feel like he would have been great at writing things for TV shows or like little jingles for commercials or something. He's not musical, but he's really good at like coming up with the lines. I have a couple. (laughs) I am a good whistler, (laughs) not regular whistling. I actually can't even do that anymore. Like the really loud stadium type of whistle with my thumb and pointer finger. People are always surprised and then annoyed by how loud it is. (laughs) I'll be in like a place with a bunch of people and someone trying to clap or whatever to get everyone's attention and it's not working. And then I'm like, do you want me to whistle? I have a, I have a good whistle. And they'll be like, yeah, sure. You know, go ahead, whatever. Might as well. And so I will. And it does get everyone's attention. (laughs) But then the person standing next to me is like holding their ear going like, did it really have to be that loud? It's a stadium whistle. You know, what do you want me to tell you? (laughs) I won't do it now. It was just uh, something I decided I wanted to learn. Like, I don't know, middle school, high school, something like that. One summer, I just taught myself how to do it. And I do use it in my life. It comes in handy when I'm like getting kids and teenagers attention. Um, What else? I pride myself on my popcorn making skills. That is more subjective and probably not really a talent, but I do put a level of care into it that is probably not required, which makes it seem like a skill, even if it really isn't. I am also really good at remembering random facts. Like, for example, (laughs) what celebrities name their babies? (laughs) Things like that. I asked my husband, you know, what do you think mine is? And that's also what he said, except he called them obscure facts instead of random ones. (laughs) Basically things I will almost never use anywhere except when playing a game or talking to someone else who also happens to care about the topic. Kind of like solving a Rubik's Cube with your feet. (laughs) Anyway, I just found the whole thing charming. Um, Here's something else I saw online last weekend that I loved. So I was reading this article. It was about this makeup company that was really popular on social media and things like that, that kind of, I guess, um, had hit a rough patch and was starting to cool off. So the headline piqued my curiosity. I read the article and it was okay, but I felt like it left me with some questions So I Googled around for a second, and I ended up on a Reddit thread, which was whatever. I only read a couple of the things. But then underneath that one was a related thread, I guess, that I loved. 
These are the rabbit holes that fill my life, by the way. I think I'm looking up like if you can eat yogurt a day past its expiration date. And then 20 minutes later, I'm scrolling through like a slideshow of 28 smoothies in 28 days I found on Pinterest. (laughs) Anyway, so under that thread was another one. Uh, This person was like, I want to learn makeup. I have a bunch of stuff and I don't know how to use it. Would anyone be willing to get on a Zoom and teach me how? Which, okay, I will say (laughs) it could be sketchy, but it didn't really seem like it. It seemed very genuine. And all these people were like, you know, oh, I would or I would. And then some others were like, I'd like some tips too. Could I join in? And they ended up setting up this whole group of people who wanted to learn makeup better and people who were willing to give them tips. And between that and the Rubik's Cube solving future librarian, my faith was restored in humanity and maybe even the internet. I was also literally watching a YouTube tutorial for blow drying your hair a week or two ago. So I'm also wondering if it's too late to jump in on the makeup thing and get some tips myself. (laughs) All right, that's it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at WalkTheBlockPod. Subscribe or follow on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already and I will see you next week.